Hello everyone, my name is Sarah Geidlinger and welcome to On The Scene, your weekly source for KW music, film, arts, and event listings on Midtown Radio. We want to begin by acknowledging that we are currently broadcasting on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, and Neutral people, and we recognize the enduring presence of First Nations, Métis, and Inuit people still gathering, living, and working in this area as we use this contemporary stolen territory for sharing arts and culture. If you want to see a visual representation of the Haldeman track, Atlanta Morningstar Jewels piece Haldeman Proclamation, which is displayed for public viewing upstairs at the Kitchener Public Library, is a beautiful depiction of what was promised and what was stolen. So this show will be live on Thursdays from 7 to 8 p.m. this summer, and we have live episodes on the first and third Thursdays of June, July, and August. Tonight we're broadcasting from Jane Bond, one of my favorite places in the region. I have such a soft spot for this for this establishment. Um, I used to come here when it was just the front room and just past the bar that you see that goes to the back room and then on to the patio. And I always like to tell the same story that my high school band got to play a show here. And every time I walk in, I feel like that uh, 16 year old girl walking in here with my with my Washburn guitar and my songs ready to go. <laughs> um, so tonight I am always joined, as usual, tonight we are joined by Derek Riedel. A Midtown Hello. producer and man on the soundboard. Hello, Derek. Hello, how are you, Sarah? I'm good. Did I say Riedel, but it's actually Riedel? It's actually Riedel, but, but that's I think okay. I did this last time because I, I actually only refer to you as the good doctor. That Well, that is my <laughs> So alias. tonight we are joined, as usual, by producer the good doctor. Can we just call him that? Sure, well, you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> I usually don't Riedel, screw this up. Riedel, Riedel. Riedel. We'll make it fancy. I usually don't mess it up because I'm guidelinger, and I know the EI makes the proper... So anyway, hi, Derek. Hi. <laughs> Um, so uh, I want to give an overview of the show tonight. We've got lots to look forward to. Uh, we've got local music. We're talking arts and culture events. We're sitting down with local drag queen Sasha Tees and Jay Leonard from the local legend band Romeo Sex Fighter. Let's start some things off. Let's start things off with some music. Not some things, just the one thing. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> All right, we're going to hear Nostalgia Divine by Red Output. They're going to be performing at TWB this Friday, June 16th at 7 p.m. for the Summer Music Series.
couldn't keep me warm But these traffic signs, the safety at their side Like the roads, the sky winds into a steep decline It never gave me the time to fall aside So now I'm posting, I'm back to the roads Looking up but behind And my only fear is that when this song everybody welcome back to on the scene on midtown radio you just heard nostalgia divine by red output who again will be performing at twv this friday june 16th at 7 p.m for their summer music series uh i am your guest host sarah hello <laughs> um over the next hour we'll be talking all about local arts and culture events going on in kw and coming up shortly we'll be chatting with sasha tease all about queens on princess a charity event hosted by Cowboys and Angels Salon right here on Princess Street this weekend. It's kind of a big deal. You should come. Uh, before we dive into our interview, Derek, are you ready to chat about some events? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so I have one to start. Um, there's a big one this weekend, Kitchener's Neighbors Day. Um, it's actually going on Saturday and Sunday, and two of my KW Glee adult pop therapy buds, Amanda Kind and JP Sunga, will be performing. So head to their socials or to City Kitchener's website to learn all about these performances that will be going on all around around the city of Kitchener. Derek, what do you got? Well, I've got, uh, I've got a couple of events here, mainly uh, the Apollo. I'm going to give a big shout out to the Apollo Cinema. This month, they are awesome with movies, especially for a guy like me who likes the 90s, you know. Uh, this Friday, uh, June 16th uh, at the Apollo, uh, Wayne's World Oh is my God, playing. that's excellent. Yeah. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. (laughs) And they will be giving away a free donut to the first hundred people there. I believe it's Debrenick Donuts. Amazing. So that's really cool. Also, uh, next Friday at the Apollo, Cheap Thrills Cabaret presents John Waters' Crybaby. Another great classic. Uh, it's a drag burlesque edition, so they'll be acting out the scenes while they're playing on the screen, which will be very, very cool. And try maybe another. Uh huh. It's a loud and fun time. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got the Sunday, June 25th, Planet of the Apes, the original 1968 version. Very God cool. damn you! <laughs> Is that you how goes? Did. <laughs> No one knows. Uh, no, no. Yeah, so that, and then, uh, you know, shameless self-promotion this Saturday, Jane Bond. I'll be here doing a spotlight on The Cure. So I'll be playing all their hits and deep cuts, and along with uh, classic new wave, uh, post-punk, punk, 
anything pureish, goth, industrial. Yeah, so. Amazing. I have to tell you that my 15-year-old daughter has just gotten into The Cure. So oh. I feel like I'm winning as a parent. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Okay, thank you. Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I have a couple, or actually one more. Block's official launch is this weekend. And uh, on Saturday and Sunday, they are jam-packed with events. Please head to their socials to find out. They've got music and a market and all kinds of amazing things going on. And you can see the new uh, containers with everyone's murals on them and what's happening cool. with that stuff. So for more events, you can head to our website, onthescenekw.ca, and check out a ton of local arts and culture happenings this weekend in music, film, festivals, the stage, and comedy. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm very happy to announce our first guest. Is it time for that, Derek? I'm yeah, trying to give yeah, you eyeballs, if, like I'm like, am I on no, this part no, now? <laughs> no, no, if you're ready, I'm ready. If okay, great. Sasha's ready, we're ready, let's let's go. You're ready, okay, <laughs> you're ready to go. So our first guest is obviously Kitchener-based drag queen event host and model, Sasha Tees. Welcome, we're so excited to talk um, to you. I'm happy to be here. And I'm sorry, I kind of, you know, uh, creeped you online today, but I wanted to look at all of, <laughs> all of your postings. Uh, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. I was like, whoa, someone found the, the Twitter as well. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's on Twitter still? Oh my god. And they haven't said anything evil? <laughs> Fair. No, I was happy to find your content. You've got some beautiful work. So Sasha is here actually to wow us, but also to talk about their show, um, which is Queens on Princess, a charity event by Cowboys and Angels Salon right here on Princess Street this weekend on Saturday, June 18th from 11 to 4. Um, there will be haircuts, a barbecue, yeah. raffle prizes, performances. So Sasha... Welcome. Tell us all about this Thank event. You. I'm thrilled that you're yeah, here. Yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. Thrilled to chat about all the things drag in Waterloo Region. We got lots of great stuff. So, yes, this event is a fundraiser for Spectrum. Um, so, Cowboys and Angels is a, a queer-owned establishment, and they wanted to do something uh, fun for Pride Month. And um, so they're having a fundraiser. Uh, so Boa from Canada's Drag Race Season 1 is coming down. She's the headliner. But then we also have um, eight other local drag performers. So it's going to be a great time. It is all, an all-ages event. So come through with your family. It's Father's Day. So, you know, maybe treat your dad to some, some beautiful drag performers. And it's rain or shine. This is happening. Yeah, totally. <laughs> as far as I know. As far as you know. So everybody sitting here probably knows what Spectrum is. But yeah. for any listeners that don't know what this fundraiser is for, tell us a mm -hmm. bit about Spectrum. Yeah, so Spectrum is a community organization for 2S LGBTQIA plus community in Waterloo Region. So they do programming. They do fundraising. They have all sorts of stuff going on. Um, so this fundraiser is specifically for um, trans youth. So they do have some awesome programming um, for that uh, demographic. I actually, I work with Spectrum one day a week. I facilitate uh, a queer sports drop-in. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, kind of awesome. It is very awesome. It's that's a little bit of a segue, but okay. um, yeah, once a week uh, at the downtown Com Kitchener Community Center uh, from 4 to 5.30, we hang out and I, me and another facilitator, we, we, help people get reacquainted with sports. It's very beginner friendly, it doesn't cost anything, and we usually play basketball, badminton, volleyball, maybe soccer, um, and just help people sort of reclaim their access to sports and physical activity. I love this. Yeah, it's adorable. What day of the week is it? Saturdays. Saturdays, from what time? 
From 4 to 5.30. 4 to 5.30. Okay, I was just at the Downtown Community Center a couple weeks ago helping Roshan James with her big mural um, installation, mm. which was really fun. And it's a, it's called People of Color. It's going to be a really neat, uh, interactive, augmented reality installation. Wow. But I saw that there were a lot of people coming and going for different programs that were going on, but I hadn't heard of this one yet. Yes. Even that, like, I know that the programming isn't specifically geared towards me, but that speaks to me. Like, I shied away from a lot of sports because mm-hmm. I didn't want to get crushed by <laughs> yeah. boys in my way, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, that might have been uh, that might have been me being a little bit too shy. Like my youngest daughter, the one who just got into the Cure. Hi, Summer. <laughs> she joined the boys' football team at her high school this Whoa, year in grade I love nine. That. Yeah, which was you know scary but really fun. She went out there and did it. She br- did break her hand, but you know, <laughs> not her head, which is really good. Now that but, she's into the Cure, though, now it's just like locking yourself in the yeah. bedroom, right? All in black. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And <laughs> there shall be no sports when the Cure yeah. is involved. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what made you come up with this programming? Um, I didn't come up with it. Okay. I, I actually just started as a participant. Amazing. So it uh, there's three locations. So Stanley Park and also in, there's a, a location in Cambridge. Right now, um, so they're not all every Saturday. So do check out uh, oh, yeah. Spectrum's Instagram just to know which date is which. Um, but I was going to the Stanley Park one as a participant. I had heard it advertised online, and I was really interested. I loved playing sports as a young person, but I didn't have a lot of access to it. And when I was playing sports, I had to be so hyper aware of how I was presenting myself, because I'm a very flamboyant person, I'm very feminine, and every sort of flick of the wrist was a a huge flick of the wrist. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I naturally had a little shimmy when I would celebrate, and I would pop that leg. So those differences, were people were pretty aware of them and especially when I was playing sports it was coming through and kids can be cruel yeah yeah so I I started pulling back from from that and then this program allows me to play sports make friends be competitive and not have to censor myself and I don't have to waste half of my brain power thinking how am I holding myself yeah. right now yeah. um, so it's been so rewarding and then that led to a position helping facilitate it I absolutely love this this is all what community is about you yeah. get involved you find a way to give back and you keep moving forward mm-hmm. it ends up just becoming a positive snowball running down the mountain right? Yes. this is what well, I love about I, I made some of my best friends from that program one of the jobs I got came from a relationship I made at that program. Um, The people I met there are regulars at my drag shows. So yes, it was a great access to community and a specifically queer community in the area. And in a public space. Yeah. My fave. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk for a minute about your Instagram account, which I found today, Mm. the non-binary bombshell. Yes, that's me. There's some gorgeous content on here. So you also do a bunch of modeling. You perform. Yeah. Uh, You were just at Tri Pride. Yes, I was. Tell us about your Instagram. Tell us about Tri Pride. Blah, blah, blah. I was going to say tripod because I'm a photographer and a filmmaker. (laughs) Try pride. (laughs) And uh, tell us what you've been up to. Yeah. um, My Instagram is the period non-binary period bombshell. Mm -hmm. I came up with that sort of like tagline for my drag because um, I think I'm pretty, pretty fabulous. And I think I'm very sexy. And I'm like, I like to envision myself as a contemporary bombshell and think this is what bombshells look like in 2023. 
Um, and so it's kind of my all-encompassing Instagram. At one point, I had an Instagram for my personal account, my drag account, my dance account. I know. Account. I have five, and it's I'm like, what did I do? Oh, it's exhausting. <laughs> you and have five? Yeah. I can't keep track of no. Oh, whatever. You follow, and you like every single unscripted spectacle post <laughs> well, from oh, our wrestling yeah, podcast. I guess that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're on there. <laughs> yeah, I have too much ADHD. I couldn't handle yeah. it, so I ended up posting on none of them. So I was like, okay, I'm one beautiful human being and all of the things I do are encompassed in that so Smart. I have one Instagram for everything so you'll see some of my personal life some mm-hmm. of me just taking a dance class or playing sports and then you'll see some fabulous videos of me performing in drag Amazing. lots of me promoting my events on there as well tell us a little bit about Tri Pride Tri Pride mm-hmm. was fantastic it was a good turnout yeah it was a great turnout it um I've I only moved back to the I grew up here okay. was in Toronto for seven years and then just moved back in 2021. But when I was in Toronto, I would always come back for Tri Pride here because it's my favorite. When you're comparing Toronto Pride and Tri Pride, very, very different events. One's hype and hoopla and big crowds. Um, but for me, Tri Pride, it's just so community based and it's so much fun and so freeing that I always come back. So I, I go with my sister or two. Um, we hop in the beer garden, have a few drinks, socialize, mingle, make friends, and then, you know, an hour later, I'm running around the field blowing bubbles and having a great time. So this was the first year I ever got to perform at Tri Pride. And you did a moving performance. I did. Should we talk about okay. it? Yeah? Tell yeah. everyone what you performed. Um, I performed the song What About Us by Pink. It's a super impactful song if you haven't heard it before. Um, the main lyrics are, what about us? I mean, what we about- can sing it for everyone if yeah. you want. <laughs> um, and so for me, I've always heard it as kind of questioning government, questioning leaders. Um, and and right now there's a lot of promises that have been made to the queer community. And there's a lot of attacks on the queer community. And there's not a lot of help or assistance coming from, from the people who are supposed to protect us. So it felt especially poignant at this time of saying like hey we're still here Mm -hmm. we need help what about us Um, and so I had a vision for how I wanted the number to go where I had some protest signs signs that said you know what about us Um, love is love no hate things like that just things you would see at like a a pride protest Um, and so I had those pre-made and then I went out to the audience I handed out those signs and brought those people on stage with me I had no idea there was going to be so many kids. But yeah, I, was the just whole... gonna, I was about to say what I found so moving was the, the participation of the children. Yeah. yeah. So there was a, a children's drag show earlier in the day. And so I thought later in the night it would be mostly adults, mm-hmm. maybe teens. But the whole first front section was just kids who were so passionate and so beautiful. Um, so when I came down there and had signs, they, they grabbed them up right away. And they eagerly came on stage with me. Um, and it ended up being way more effective than I had ever imagined. But Happy accident. It really right? drove home the message that, that this is the next generation. And if we're not fighting for our rights right now and protecting those, those are the people who are going to be harmed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it was really nice. My little sister had followed me around all day and then made a beautiful reel for me. Um, so that's on my Instagram. It'll give you a little snapshot of, of what the number was like. And thank you to the youth for making reels for all of this. Yeah, oldies. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> this is wonderful. So um, we sort of breezed over 
We did. The Queens on Princess. But I I know. We'll come back to it for sure. Like, let's do that now because that's what we're here to talk about. But I'm so interested in your work. I'm so interested in the performances that you've had recently. And now I'm a uber fan of your Instagram account. Yay. (laughs) And also the work that you're doing at the community center. But um, the downtown kitchen community center. But yeah, let's go back to Queens on Princess. So what goes into planning something like this? Mm -hmm. I've planned stuff. This looks like a lot. It does look like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... I'm not one of the organizers, so I'm just in the passenger yeah. seat as a, a performer. Um, so it seems like a lot of coordination between... So Melody Bijou is the, the a lovely drag queen who's a good friend of mine. Yeah. She was the one who booked me for the event. So, you know, said prepare three numbers. This is what we're able to pay everyone. We're, we'll have you from 12 to 4, and then you're off on your way. So it um, should already, be a great event. Already winning. Uh, this event is already winning because you're, they're paying their performers, which yeah. doesn't yeah. happen yeah. everywhere. <laughs> People, <laughs> please support the arts as hard as you've been consuming them for the past four years. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Period. <laughs> yeah. Period. Uh, they, so you, I believe they were able to get a, a grant from the amazing. city for the event. Great. So Great. Yeah. So tell us about some of the other stuff. There's haircuts from Cowboys and Angels. Yeah, they have $40 haircuts. Okay. So... The festival will be on the street outside, but if you head inside into uh, their actual space, they're doing $40 haircuts throughout the day. They have a barbecue going. There's raffle prizes. And that's what I know about. <laughs> Tell, uh, can you give us any uh, sneak peeky ideas about what your performance might be? Ooh, yes. Without, without giving it all away, I'm sure you want some surprises. <laughs> I did do... So I did two numbers at Tri-Pride. Yeah. What About Us was one. And then the other one was a lot more dancing, a little bit disco-y. So I'm doing that number again. Um, just because it's great. I pulled out all the tricks and danced the night away. So I'll be doing that again. Yay. Yeah. So out of all the performers that are going to be there, do you know a lot of these people? Yes. Yeah. I know all of them. Okay. Um, some of them are coming from like London, Windsor, Guelph area. But a good chunk of them are from Kitchener-Waterloo. And, and they're all amazing. There's a supportive community of performers. Yes. Yeah. How did you get into drag performing? I saw my first drag show here in Kitchener at the Registry Theater. Yeah. Love the Registry Theater. My Hello, older Registry. sibling was a drag king at the time. Okay. And so I came out to see their show, and they were fabulous. And I saw a whole bunch of other drag performers, and I was like, oh. <gasps> I need to I do found this. People. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had grown up dancing, but this was just such an in, a developed form of performance of not only dancing but also like feeling like a superstar mm-hmm. and then, and also playing with gender roles. So mm-hmm. I knew I needed to do drag someday, and then it just took me like seven years to actually have the courage to to try it to get out there and start doing it. Yeah. It. So much goes into being a drag performer. You have to be a hairstylist, a costume designer, a makeup artist, a lip syncer, a dancer. You have to learn how to walk in heels. There's so it's not much. not easy. It's so hard to learn. And I think a lot of us are very much so perfectionist. You don't want to go through that beginner phase. You want to show up looking like a polished professional. Mm-hmm. And so that definitely held me back for a long time. Um, and then I was part of a, a dance company. Uh, called Army of Sass. It was based in Toronto. Um, they're sadly no longer around because of Big C. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they were fabulous. They had a circus-themed show and wanted a bearded lady. So they knew that I had been talking about doing drag for years. And they were like, now's your chance. Are you going to do it? Be our bearded lady. So 
I said yes. And I was like, I have eight weeks to get my act together. And Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so that was kind of what kickstarted it for me. Then I started going to open stages in Toronto and developed my craft. Nice. Yeah. So you said that you all had always danced. Is that like, did you do recreational dancing just for fun or did you take any training? I'm asking because what you were saying about sports earlier, um, like I also had that feeling about dance. My, my go-to phrase is, oh, I can't dance. But that's right. because I've been told that I can't right. dance. And maybe, maybe there's some merit to that when somebody says you can't dance. <laughs> Just stay on beat. Right? That's all I mean, you got to do. Well, I mean, I, there's more than that. But I stay definitely on beat. have, I have a sense for rhythm. I'm a yeah. you know, hack musician. I have a sense for <laughs> rhythm. I can stay on beat. I just might you know, not really have the moves. But it's because I've never tried because I've never felt free to try. Yeah. So what was your story oh with gosh. dancing? Yes, that. That, um, yeah. I mean, I did dance... For one year, when I was six, I took a ballet class, and then, you know, that ruffled some feathers with people, so I was pulled out of ballet, Um, and then, I mean, I did, at my church, when I went to, as a young person, had a dance team for the the youth group, so I mean, it was very, like, step, touch, step, touch. It's about my speed. (laughs) It was was very rudimentary, Um, and we would do performances at our youth group, and it was very silly and cute. In grade 12, there was someone who went to that church who also taught at a dance studio, and she pulled me aside, and she said, darling, you have some natural talent, and we need you to have some real training. Amazing. So she set me up with her dance studio. So for grade 12, and uh, I did a fifth year, I was started training in jazz ballet um, and contemporary, and it got me kick-started. Like it, when you're older, you can definitely fill in the gaps a lot quicker. Um, so that's kind of where my dance training began. Um, but I absolutely would uh, encourage you to find a class and and get into it. So I know Underdog Dance Company or Dance Corp. I was thinking that could be a good place to start. They do some great beginner dance classes. I have taken their intermediate heels classes, and that was a lot of fun. Um, I was teaching dance classes, uh, heels dance classes in Toronto in 2018, 19, 20. Can you teach me to heels walking? I can. Yeah, that's my favorite. All right, let's get on that. Yeah, Um, but it's honestly... One of my favorite things to do is to teach a beginner adult class because you have people who come in like that who have been told they're We're not wounded. who <laughs> either had bad experiences with dance as a younger person yeah. or were never never had access to dance and there's so much insecurity and shame around our bodies so to be in a safe space and help facilitate that and help those people feel free and feel sexy and feel like they can do it is one of the best things. Amazing. And you will be dancing this weekend. Tell us again all about the event, where it's going to be. Remind yes. the listeners. Yes. So it, it is on Princess Street in front of Cowboys and Angels. Uh, the event runs from 11 to 4. I believe the drag show starts at 12. There's going to be nine fabulous drag performers, uh, haircuts, barbecue, raffle prizes. So bring the family out for a good time. Amazing. Rain or shine. Rain or shine. Rain or shine. Yeah, I'll be there, rain or shine. (laughs) Bring your parasol. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Sasha, so much for joining us. You've been a fabulous guest. I hope that you'll um, join us again sometime. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Trailer. Introduce yep. the song? Yeah, is that absolutely. Really? Okay. Introduce the song. What do we got? <laughs> the next song is Ordinary Man by the McQueens. They're going to be playing the Duke this Saturday, June 17th at 8 p.m. All right. Here we go. Not a hero. 
doesn't mean a thing to me. heard Ordinary Man by the McQueens playing. Um, they're going to be playing the Duke this Saturday, uh, June 17th at 8 p.m. I, I kind of stumbled there because I'm so excited about the new segment. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready. We're doing a new segment for On the Scene this summer called Stars of KW. Are you ready for it? Yeah. All right. So um, every episode of On the Scene, we're going to be choosing three things in KW that deserve VIP status and a little shout out for how great they make our cities. My first one is a shout out to Hannah Vetter, who works over at Pure and Simple, uptown at uh, King and Herb. You're good people, Hannah. Keep on crushing it. You make me feel so welcome when I come in there and camp out with my laptop, making <laughs> movies in your restaurant. So thanks, Hannah. I really appreciate it. Um, right. Another one that I want to shout out to is the KW Art Gallery. I was just there today with Danielle, DJ Danielle, actually. Um, I spent some time there and went on a tour of their sculpture garden, which was very cool. I had actually never done that before. We pass those sculptures every time we go to Center in the Square or the library, and I had never really heard about them before. So, Derek, what's your star? Uh, I'm giving my star to the surf dog at the Grand Surf Lounge. Oh, yeah? Fantastic. Excellent. It's, I mean, their food there is amazing. So specific. What's the surf dog? The surf dog? You know what? Let, I, see, I came prepared, and now I'm not prepared because I don't have it up on my phone. The surf Sounds dog, like me. The surf dog is a Nathan's footlong hot dog with charred corn salsa, crema, hot sauce, uh, cochita cheese, and cilantro. 
It's fantastic. It sounds amazing. It's it's like the best of both worlds. You feel you're eating a hot dog, so you're eating junk food, <laughs> but everything's so fresh on it. You feel like it's kind of a little healthy. Uh, that too. definitely deserves a star. I love <laughs> <Yeah>. this one. <laughs> All right, so it is actually time for our second special guest. We are going to be interviewing Jay Leonard of Romeo Sex Fighter and The Social Kindred. Jay is a longtime musician in K... Did I just age you, Jay? A longtime musician Thanks. in KW and a music teacher as well. Yeah. Uh, best known for your rock star status in... Yeah. Uh, in Romeo Sex Fighter. Hi, it's nice to see you Hi. again. Likewise, in person. In person. We met over Zoom last time because uh, cool, we were interviewing you during COVID, which is over apparently because we're here face to face. And we, uh, yeah, uh, Marshall Ward and I interviewed you for Bond Park and we had a great chat talking all about your life in music and actually uh, the Social Kindred, your app for what's going on in the region. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Hi. Uh, by, uh, hi. Hey, by the way, I'm so disappointed that the star that Derek shouted out to wasn't actually a dog. Oh, I thought you were there, hoping it was a dog. I thought dog? there was going to be like a surf dog at the uh, oh. at the thing, and I was like, I I didn't see a dog there with shades or something like that, <laughs> no, just like going just side out, man. Does anyone have a favorite dog to shout out? Uh, um, I mean, I'm, I, a no. star dog in town? Well, no, I mean. I thought there was one with a you surfboard. You thought this was going to be it. This yeah, surfing this dog was going to be the dog. It's on the corner of my street, and it seems like a very lovely Shout dog. out to the dog, the dog on the corner of doc- we'll the good doctor's <laughs> street. <laughs> Love it. I've actually never met a dog I didn't like, so I've never had one, though. It's time. Oh, I should get one. We just got a couple, and they're so good. So wait, you didn't even shout out your own dogs? Well, you know, oh, it's yeah. a, I'm a bit biased, <laughs> aren't I? I can't do that. Child of the Year goes to my son. That's not fair. You can't do that. <laughs> I love it. Can't I love it. That. So you're here to talk about a few things, but we are um, we want to focus a little bit on the fundraiser for yeah. um, Bestival, which yeah. is happening on June 23rd. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about this event. So uh, it's a fundraiser event uh, that Tammy Lawrence is putting on, and some people might remember her from uh, Rhapsody. And so uh, she's one of the sad casualties of, yeah. of uh, COVID closed downs. Of COVID closed downs, but she's still heavily involved in uh, nightlife. Well, I shouldn't say heavily involved, but she's she still got the passion for it. And so she's she's kind of got asked to like spearhead this, and she asked to, us to come play, and we said, yeah, let's do this because we we loved putting on shows with Tammy, and so she's the one running it. So it should be a really awesome event, and the festivals are just an awesome festival because it's free and it's it encompasses like that whole little weird little area that's there on, on belmont there and so uh yeah we're trying to raise some money so we can get some cool bands there and make it as fun as possible um we got some really good sponsors so like uh we got a pretty good deal on uh on beverages so it's not gonna break the bank when you get there which is cool we got some like crazy prizes somebody donated a a louis vuitton bag what's that it's like a Gucci. It's like a. It's like a thousand. I actually do kind of know, but not really. Bag. It's like it's a thousand it, dollar bag. That's why I don't know. I've got a. I've got like the hand me down backpack from my child. That's what yeah, I carry so, around. Yeah. Uh, so like there's plastic Zares. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, seriously, if you could score this, you'd be the coolest person at, huh. at Sobeys, man. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you putting your bananas and your lettuce in there. If yeah. if I got a Louis Vuitton for fifty bucks at an auction, you're darn right. I'm gonna use yeah. that for shopping, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'd actually get like a specific dog that fits in the bag that I could take <laughs> and pet it in the grocery store. Paper or plastic, sir? No thanks. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my own bag, thank you. Talk yes. about reasonable. So. Yeah, we got like a bunch of prizes. There's another one that's a package that's like with 
like Maxwell's, Maxwell's Music House, yeah. and a bunch of other uh, live music venues and restaurants. And the value of it's like, I can't remember, like 500 or 700 bucks of like going out stuff that you can pick up. And so it's like really cool prizes. And we're going to be there. And we're going to have a DJ for an after party afterwards. And it's going to be, it's, it's also like, uh, it's at the Croatian Parish, and, uh, which isn't that far. It's about three minutes from the smokehouse. And uh, it's a beautiful venue. It's massive. Lots of parking there. And uh, there's going to be like pizza and yeah, it's just going to be like a giant party with Romeo party. Sex Fighter there and, and, yeah. then, and then the DJ afterwards. So I can't see. All you have to do is come out and have a good time. That's it. That's the deal. Come out and have a good time. This is all we ask of you. Everybody wins. <laughs> everybody you wins. Know? So not to be confused with festival, this is a festival yeah. fundraiser That's right. on June 23rd at the Croatian Parish and Romeo Sex Fighter will be playing. And uh, the festival event is, is that later this year? It's in September, the 15th and 16th of September this year. That sounds right. Sounds about uh, right. Yeah. And that is the one that is actually in Belmont Village. So don't head to Belmont Village for the fundraiser on the 23rd. That's head right. to the Croatian Parish. That's right. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know the history, the long and sordid history of of Romeo Sex Fighter, just mm-hmm. kidding. Give us a little bit of a history of the band and where you all come from. I know I've uh, interviewed Matt Whitinger before as well, and yep. we had a great show with him. Um, but yeah, tell us a little bit about the band and and how you got together. Um. Yeah. So I guess originally the band started as a happy accident. Uh, Kevin Doyle was. Uh, like a bunch of guys were sitting on the patio and Kevin Doyle came out to serve the guys who were uh, having a couple of drinks and he was a little annoyed because the band had canceled that he was supposed to get for that day. Now, was this story at the Boathouse? This is at the Boathouse. Boat so, yeah. okay. so Paul McLeod and, yeah, Paul McLeod and Brian R. Wright Paul McLeod. and the other original members, which were Darius and, and uh, Chris Flanagan, they were all just having drinks outside. And when Kevin came out and he was bummed that there was no band that was going to come, there, everyone that was there was just there to hang out. And they said, well, we have our gear here. So everyone just set up their gear and they started playing music at the boathouse. And uh, it was, it, and everything was just like fly by the seat of the pants. You just had to follow along with whatever Paul was throwing out or whatever mm-hmm. Brian was throwing out. And it was pretty electric in the room, right? Everyone could tell, like, nobody, these guys didn't rehearse. They just got up there and started playing. And and, and Kevin loved the band so much that he's like, hey, why don't you guys come back next week and, and every other week after that? But since this wasn't actually a band, half the band wasn't, like, available because they already had gigs booked. Gigs so they just, they just threw me in there and Ryan <laughs> Allen in there because they needed somebody to play. And that became the permanent version of the band and it snowballed from there. And, and there's been some changes over time, so th- there's... Uh, like Paul and, and the the band split at one point, and then Mike came on board, and Matt came on board, and and now uh, we've kind of just yeah we've gone from like an impromptu like figure it out band on stage to to like a super party band. We were a band of misfits for quite a while there. I don't know if you remember the shenanigans at the Duke, like jumping on tables. Oh, I and loved like, those shows. They were loved they those were crazy. shows at the original Duke. Yeah. Those were Sunday nights. Yeah, oh, there was it was standing room only. You were breath to breath, shoulder to shoulder yeah. with the next person, and I, I fucking loved it. It was super fun, but yeah. also like, I don't know how the hell we did that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, and so now like now we're just uh, now like you know trying to figure out exactly what is Romeo Sex Fighter after mm-hmm. COVID because yeah. I mean that the. the topography of the industry has changed quite a bit and so we're trying to figure out where we fit in now and like you know place like the duke doesn't exist and uh 
Yeah, so now not I in mean, that way in that incarnation yeah, in those times. Yeah. Yeah. And so so yeah, Romeo Sex Fighter, I mean, we don't even know what it is right now. I mean, we're still dudes with guitars and instruments and stuff like that. It's still a super tight band. I yeah, will maintain that forever. I'm pretty uh, I'm, I feel pretty lucky that I play with the guys that I do cuz yeah. I think they're super talented. I think they're really good players and so yeah, I mean, it's always a good show and but I think I think now when you come out to see Romeo Sex Fighter, we're just as surprised to see ourselves on stage as the audiences. <laughs> we're just like, well, oh, we hey, haven't it's done us again. this forever, yeah. <laughs> and then it's always a good time. Yeah. Like, we're, we should see the look on our faces backstage. We're looking at each other like, can we can we still pull that tune yeah. off? I, I don't know. And like, I mean, I'm also a lazy bum, so I never even practice. So like, I get on stage and I wonder if I remember how to play the drums. And like, I'm just shocked at my own hands when they still work. But mm-hmm. uh, the crowd's. I mean, the last time we played a show was electric at, at Room 47. Is that what it's called? Yeah, we were just talking about that. This is a, a, yeah. a grown-up bar, Room 47. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> is, this, is this also the new incarnation of what the starlight is? Yeah. 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 And so, I mean, the last show we did there was amazing, actually. Like, we had no idea what to expect. And it turned out to be awesome. Yeah. It was totally awesome. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I'm sure you get asked this a lot. Because the name is awesome. It's like one of the best band names ever. Really, yep. it really is. Now, I heard the name came from, is it a, was it a Japanese to English translator? Oh, yeah, you got it. You're the first person that's, that's come to the question table correctly, yes. <laughs> I listened to the industry podcast. It was good. The episode you were on was good, Jay. <laughs> Current fairs, uh, Mr. Rydell's up on top. Yeah, so Brian was playing with the, uh, the original Facebook translators, <laughs> like when they hadn't really worked. So he typed something in, he was reading a book, and so he typed in the sentence into Facebook Translator, turned it into Japanese, and then turned it back into English. And so one of the phrases in there came out, Romeo Sex Fighter, and he just thought that was hilarious. He was probably in, inebriated on something. And, <laughs> but it's, but it, it's so, because I remember yeah. seeing it on a sign at the boathouse years and years ago, and I went, Romeo Sex Fighter? Okay, so I'm risque. in just for the name. Yeah. For the name, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. But then, pleasantly surprised, because they crush. Yeah, It just absolutely. goes to show you that AI's been around and influencing us yeah. for a lot longer than they thought, man. Like, Yeah. They've been coming up with band names before they came up with uh, songs and movies and whatever the hell else Pictures. AI's been doing. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned something earlier, um, you know, I'm not going to say post-COVID because I don't even know how to say it, but that the topography of local music and local music ven- venues have changed yeah. drastically and you're trying to navigate that. Um, where does your app, Social Kindred, play a role in that? Mm. And if anyone who doesn't know what it is... This is the time to plug it. This is the time. Um, Unless you want to go back and listen to our Bond Park episode with Jay Leonard. (laughs) Yeah, you can do that. You can get the hour-long explanation there. Or, you know, basically it's an app of, if you remember the Echo magazine or or Exclaim magazine, it basically shows you what's going on in town with previews and reviews of of all things nightlife. And, yeah, I called it Social Kindred because I didn't want it to be music exclusively. I want it to be anything social, so comedy or or theater or, or whatever. I haven't branched out to all those things yet, but that's the goal in the long run. Right now, we're actually working on a new feature and fingers double crossed that we can release it. It's like a, it's like a little festival guide. So when you're on the app, you get like a little map and it shows you who's playing at what time and where, and there's a map there to Amazing. show you where they're playing. And, and we're really hoping that we can get that finished by the deadline because then, uh, yeah, it'll increase our user base. And then that way, every there'll be a lot more people being aware of what's going on in town because I think that's that's what motivated me to, to make the app was I heard the same complaint 
over and over again, which is, oh, there's nothing going on in town. And, and that wasn't the case. The reality is, is people just didn't know where to go to find out what was going on in town. And even right now, the, the content that I have in there, like it's current, but it's not complete. There's way more going on in town than, than what there is in the app. A big part of that is because half of my connections closed and I have to go and reestablish connections with new venues and people and, and stuff. So, but I'm, I'm plugging away at it and I'll get there, you know, like it's just, mm. it's a process and it was a big setback. And, yeah. and for people who haven't used it yet, you should download it. Actually, it's on available on Android and iPhone and all the places yep. and you can check the website. Um, but for people who haven't used it, it is Waterloo region specific listings of what's happening. Right. Yeah. And I even saw what last time I went on, I even saw there were like trivia nights, like basically anything that you might be in the mood for yep. is sitting on there. You're ready yeah. to find yeah, out. Yeah, and dining deals too. So like yeah. whoever's got good wing night or something like that. Because people don't always want to go out and watch a show. Like sometimes you just want to socialize yeah. with your friends. And sometimes all you need to see to, to get you off your couch and out of the house is cheap wings or pizza night or whatever. And right? cheap being so. important because it is expensive mm-hmm. to go out now. Holy frick, man. You know how much this beer was? <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Jane Bond. We oh, know that you have man. to pay your bills. <laughs> yeah, it's not even Jane Bond's fault. I know. It's not. It's not. What else has Romeo Sex Fighter got going on this summer? Uh, actually, we're playing this weekend at the Stratford Festival. Uh, I think it's called the Food and Drink Festival. And that's... Uh, is that tomorrow? Frick, I got a gig tomorrow. Uh, just, yeah, just the one expensive beer for you tonight? Yeah, I guess so. That's the uh, rock and roll lifestyle, not knowing where you're playing <laughs> oh, yeah. the next day. Just ship me off to the next town. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Is, is that the performer lifestyle too? Because when Sasha came in, they had a, a full coffee, and I was like, oh "My God, it's almost seven p.m." Well, he probably just Who's, got up. If yeah, he's a like, musician. <laughs> you know, I guess I that's the yeah. nightlife. <laughs> this is this is you wouldn't morning. catch me drinking. This is a, morning for uh, <laughs> musicians and I could throw off my sleep for two weeks. <laughs> I always get p.m. and a.m. mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both kind of look the same at this time of the year, right? It's like, yeah, is the sun up or down? Or? Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, we so got that. that. What else you got going on? And there's a couple shows at uh, uh, Room 47 once a month mm-hmm. over the next couple of months. And publicly, I think that's all that's etched in stone, actually. There's only mm-hmm. like a couple of shows coming up. And yeah, the I mean, the big one coming up is that, that, that festival fundraiser. Yeah. And we, we rented a bunch of like, like uh, all the... Sh- the big gear and stuff like that. So it's going to look really cool. It's going to look really cool. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be fun. So. It's going to be a real rock and roll show. Yeah, that's the yeah. real one to come out to. You're uh, trying to bring that Duke feel into this uh, no, this is, No, no, this is more like a concert, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, this is like a it's a big show. So mm-hmm. And that's on Friday night, right? Sorry. It's okay. Friday night. It's Friday night, right? The 23rd? Yeah. Isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I'm going to double check. I don't even know that I'm, I don't know what the date is tomorrow for crying out loud. Yeah, it's the Friday. It's the Friday. Friday. Is there a song <laughs> that you're like, that's the song that I like doing? Like what's, what's the, what's the jam where it's like that, you know, we play that and that. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's a little more uh, in the moment more than anything. Sometimes to be honest, that one Dire Straits tune, uh, uh, Oh, it's like that half country tune that they do. God, my word retrieval since COVID is out the window, man. Uh, same. Yeah? Yeah. I don't even remember what we were just talking about. Yeah. Dire Straits. Straits. Dire Straits. Salt is a swing. Nope. No. The Money other for one. nothing. Nope. No, the other, other one. We could do this for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never get there. <laughs> Anyways, there's a tune there. But uh, that's the other thing, too, is I'm the drummer, and Walk so I don't sing any of the... That's the one. Ah. Got it on the third Ding, track. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um... 
Yeah, I'm the drummer, so I don't do any of the lyrics, so I barely remember most of the tunes' yeah. names. Yeah. And so you don't pull the Phil Collins, Don Henley. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I just think those guys look dorky, right? When <laughs> yeah, and I feel it calling in the air. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, I was air drumming, and I looked terrible. <laughs> I thought you looked pretty cool. Thanks. <laughs> so what are you hoping to accomplish with the festival? Have you got, like, a goal? With it, with the fundraiser. I mean, uh, I think if we could raise ten thousand dollars, that would be awesome. It's doable, KW. Get out there. I think Bring so. your money. Yeah, yeah. The 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 venue fits up to five hundred and eighty people, so that's that's awesome. And we've sold maybe a couple hundred tickets already. Mm-hmm. And this is the last week. And, and usually, like we did a handful of shows last year, where we sold tickets. And you know, we the first diehard fans buy the tickets right away, and then every other time we sold out in the week coming up to the show. And so. And then we get texts from all these people and messages, Facebook messages. You Do you have any more tickets? Me? Yeah, it's yeah. Me. It's like it's we, me. Yeah, Can that's I right. T- yeah. <laughs> and and it, it happens every time. So yeah. I mean, this is that last week, and we're we're at a couple hundred, and there's room for a couple hundred more. But right. It, it, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, hopefully we fill it, and also at the same time, hopefully there's room for you if uh, you decide to come last minute. So. Listen, KW, cancel one of your streaming services for movies this summer <laughs> and get out and watch some live music. Give that money to. The, the festival, festival yeah. fundraiser yeah. with Romeo Sex Fighter on Friday, June 23rd. 2023. In the year of our Lord, 2023. On Earth, in the Virgo <laughs> Supercluster. In case you're not sure where you and are. And also download the Social Kindred app because it is fantastic. And uh, you will find out what you can go out and do when you're not sitting around on the couch streaming, binge watching. I've been binge watching Succession. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't have the energy for that fucking family right now. <laughs> terrible people. They're terrible people. Terrible but it's, people. It's, it's so, I can't help. But I'll can't let you know when away. I catch up. <laughs> Jay, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to see you in person this time. Thank you. Thanks Come back again me. sometime. All right. All right. So we have an interesting song next. We're actually going to hear Psycho Killer performed live at the White Rabbit Patio. What year? <laughs> do you know the year? 2020. 2020 oh. by Romeo Sex Fighter. We're going to stream this off of the YouTube. <laughs>
That's all the time we have for On the Scene tonight. The next live episode is July 6th. Stay tuned to find out who our guests will be. I want to give a shout out to local jazz fusion band Top Pocket. We're using their song, Wow, as our theme song for this year. On the Scene is produced by Daniel DeVoe, Derek Rydell, and Allison Dijek, people who are sitting in front of me right now who are way cooler than I am. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> Special thanks to my guests, Sasha Tease and Jay Leonard from Romeo Sex Fighter. Um, if you have events that you want to submit to us or you want to get in touch in any way, reach out to us on Instagram at OnTheScenekW. I'm Sarah Geidlinger, special guest host this week. Oh, I called myself special. Thanks for having me in Midtown. We'll see you next week for On The Scene. If you stay tuned to Midtown Radio, you can hear a new episode of Afro Nights with Digi Millennials. Is that right, Derek? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and have a great night.